Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to this Friday episode of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host of this Let's Ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. And in the offseason, it's going to run at 5 a.m. Eastern time, wherever you get your podcast. So if you're wondering, why do I got to wait for it to pop up on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com or something like that? Look, go to wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers, Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do on that specific platform, do it so that you don't miss a thing. That's what you got to do. And that's just not my, not just my Let's Ride podcast, but also Dave Schofield's Stat Geek, which, by the way, I give Dave a lot of grief on this show. <laughs> he knows that I do. It's all, in, it's all in good fun. Trust me. And honestly, so Dave did a Stat Geek I thought was absolutely fascinating about offensive coordinators on Thursday morning. Make sure you check that out. Trust me. It might make your head hurt at times, but make sure you check that out. And also the live mic. Michael Beck, deputy editor of Behind the Steel Curtain every Tuesday morning. And then you also get all the afternoon stuff. Because the afternoon, it's it's not your AM podcast. It's not the standard one person talking commentary. It's more of a it's more of a fun show. They have tandems. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Check that out wherever you get your podcast. And as always, don't forget that we are a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It's part of SB Nation, which is a part of Vox Media. Check out that website, the best Steelers News that you can find anywhere. And I'm going to start this podcast off with some news that has been breaking in the last 12 hours, 24 hours. You had that at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com before anything else, before anyone else. I guarantee it. My goal as one of the editors of the website is to have this news 
come out before you get the ESPN or the Bleacher Report update on your smartphone. That's always my goal. Now, does that mean that it's always going to happen? I can't I can't promise that. But still, we try our best. Let's talk about some of this news, shall we? First and foremost, we're going to go from the oldest news to the newest news. And this is as of this being recorded. Uh, because of some stuff going on outside of the realm of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, I'm having to record this podcast a little bit earlier on Thursday. So some of the news has changed since then. I apologize. I sincerely do. But hey, when I record these on Thursday, it's tough because the Steelers preview is on Thursday night. I don't have time to wait until late in the evening to actually record this podcast. So first and foremost, Hank Fraley. Hank Fraley, who was with the Detroit Lions. Now, they're going through a regime change up there in Detroit with the Lions organization. He was the offensive line coach for the Lions. The Steelers have interviewed him as a potential fill-in for the Steelers' vacant offensive line position. I don't know what to say about this. I'm going to be honest, and this is something I'm going to talk about in my Heart to Heart segment later on in the show. Stay tuned to that. You don't want to miss it. I'm not going to sit here and talk out of my rear end and say, oh, Hank Fraley is going to be a great hire because X, Y, and Z. I I don't know. I I didn't know Hank Fraley from Joe Schmo down on the corner. I I really didn't. So it's just, it's a name. It's the first name that we've heard from the Steelers fan base has heard about their, them trying to fill the shoes of Sean Surrett, who was not re-signed. He was fired. Who am I kidding? Next news. And maybe the law of the biggest news. I'm going to say it's the biggest news. Early on Thursday, I'd say around mid-morning, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network put out there that Dwayne Haskins, yes, the troubled former Ohio State quarterback, once with the Washington football team, first-round draft pick, the guy that did, I, I swear he did everything wrong in 2020. Not only was his play not that great, he was the one that, he he was going out and doing whatever he wanted in terms of partying and stuff, and, and he just did everything wrong this season, and it got him cut. Ron Rivera is not going to put up with that. He's not that type of coach. It got him cut. And then he Haskins visited the Carolina Panthers. He left there without a contract. So then he heads to Pittsburgh to meet with Mike Tomlin and company. Um, you know, fans are going to treat this as if it's some huge ordeal. Fans are going to say, oh, I can't stand this. He's a bum. Some fans are going to say, hey, he's probably going to be really cheap. He has a lot of upside, has the pedigree. Maybe it's not a bad signing. I, I'm not. I'm not neither here nor there. He's still a young player. I do want to say this though: for all the people out there that said they should go get Jameis Winston last off season, if you're saying that Haskins isn't a good pickup, then you are talking out of both sides of your mouth. Because they're essentially, although Winston had more experience as a starter, to me they're like the same type of player. They are erratic. They turn the ball over. Some people say that they're you know locker room type issues, you know head cases, whatnot. If you're someone that said, go get Jameis Winston, but don't bring in Dwayne Haskins, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You need to check yourself. Okay, so that's that. Then, then the, it went from he's visiting Pittsburgh to now he's expected to sign. There's a good chance that by the time you hear this podcast, he has already signed a contract, and he is basically taking maybe it's Devlin Hodges' role as a practice squad guy. I don't know. Probably not right away. Or maybe he's filling Joshua Dobbs' role. Dobbs, remember, he's an unrestricted free agent. So he can sign with whomever, wherever city he wants. Anyone that wants him, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. And and let's also not forget that in the offseason, the Steelers can carry a lot more players. So even if they sign Haskins, does not mean that he makes the team. 
Keep that in mind as well. So before you get out your pitchforks and your torches and you go down to Pittsburgh and you storm the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex because they signed uh, a guy that was a first-round draft pick and maybe just needs a change of scenery, maybe he just needs an organization that's going to really get him on the straight and narrow, before you do that, remember, he doesn't have to make the team. Last news is that the Steelers had interviewed Hugh Jackson the former uh, former Cleveland Browns head coach, the former Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator. He's been all over the league, worked with the Ravens for a little bit, the Raiders. He's been all over the place. Uh, most notably was his short stint in, in Cleveland, which was just a dumpster fire. He's a good offensive mind. He's a good offensive mind. A lot of people want to say, wow, he's the Bengals, blah, blah, blah. He had a good offense when he was in Cincinnati. He's just not a head coach. I mean, people forget, you know, you want to talk about Dick LeBeau and how great he was. Horrible head coach. Dick LeBeau was a horrible head coach. There's a re some people are just better coordinators. That's just a fact. So for me, if they've decided to bring in Hugh Jackson, I'm not going to say that I would want him over Matt Canada. But at the same time, he is a smart mind. And it's been reported that the Steelers want to hire an offensive line coach before they solidify their selection as the offensive coordinator. So every, hey, everyone thought, oh, it's Matt Canada's job. It's Matt Canada's the guy. We talked about it on this show and all the other shows on Behind the Steel Curtains podcast family. And now all of a sudden it's, well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not the guy. We'll see. Will they hire an offensive line coach first? I don't know. Will it be Hugh Jackson? Will Matt Canada? I don't know. Does this have to do with the Rooney rule and having to interview minority candidates? I don't know. But I will say that Hugh Jackson does have a good resume as an offensive coordinator. If they decided to go that route, I would not be that upset, to be honest with you. All right, so enough of the news. Let's get into what this podcast is all about. The headline, the title of this show is, When is enough enough for the Steelers and Mike Tomlin? When is it, when is it enough? And what I'm talking about here, I'm talking about... When will the Steelers, or if the Steelers ever would contemplate saying, you know what, coach, it's just not working out anymore. It's just not working out anymore. If you want to retire, you can retire. If you want to, or we can fire you, it's up to you. But sometimes, when is enough enough? Now, this is a tough debate. And people have had this debate since, I don't know, 2012, probably. But let's, let's be honest here for a second. The Steelers organization does not typically do this. Three coaches since 1969, we all know that. Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin, that's all you need to know. They will put up with a lot to keep the continuity. So when you're talking about the Steelers fan base even, I found it very interesting. SB Nation does this uh, React survey that goes out every week. You can sign up. It takes literally maybe two minutes to complete the whole survey. And at the end, they ask questions like, are you still confident in the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward? But on the last week, they after the Steelers were eliminated from the playoffs, they said, do you think Ben Roethlisberger should retire? And do you think that Mike Tomlin should be fired? I was shocked. Well, everyone thought Ben Roethlisberger should retire. That's not a surprise. And then also, though, they said that Mike Tomlin, the majority, not a vast majority, I think it was maybe 56%, of the votes said they did not think that Mike Tomlin should be fired. I was shocked because I think a lot of fans are growing tired of Mike Tomlin. They feel like his message is becoming drab and it's not effective anymore. And so if you're someone that thinks that way, 
Well, what is what is going to be the tipping point? There were reports of his seat getting hot last season with the collapse at the end of the season. I'm sure if his seat was hot last season, it's going to be hotter this season. So what exactly is that point where enough's enough for the Steelers? And they say, listen, coach, it's just not going to be good enough. So what I decided to do is I went back and I said, okay, think, Jeff. Let's look at Bill Cowher because everyone always thinks back of Bill Cowher with these rosy glasses, their black and gold glasses on. Oh, Cower power. He was so great. Yes, Bill Cower was a good coach. He was a great coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. And you can't take that away from him. But let's also not forget that after the 2003 season and also other points in his career, 2003 was the Tommy Maddox season that finished 6-10, and 10, which led to their 11th overall pick in 2004, which was none other than Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. But people wanted him fired. They wanted him gone. Don't kid yourself. If you're young and you weren't really alive or you know old enough to remember those times, don't let anyone tell you that they always trusted Bill Cowher because that's a flat-out, bold-faced lie. After all those AFC Championship game losses at, at home, they wanted him gone on more than one occasion. So this is nothing new. This is nothing new. And so what I went back and I looked at Bill Cowher's resume. Okay, I went, Then I compared it to Mike Tomlin's resume. And I was seeing where are the similarities here? Because I'm going to be completely honest with you here, the listeners. I don't think they're going to get rid of Mike Tomlin anytime soon. To me, Mike Tomlin has earned the respect of the organization, the players, everyone. And that respect leans to he is going to be able to decide when he's done. He's going to decide it, not anyone else. And I think the Roonies will keep it that way. Now, could I see Mike Tomlin saying in two years, I'm going to hang it up. I'm done coaching. I've been here a long time. And I'm, I'm going to hang it up. And he'll probably, if he wanted a job in television, he'd get one in a heartbeat because he's articulate. He'd be great on the pregame shows. It would be a good fit. It would be a smooth transition for Mike Tomlin. But I think it would be up to him. So let's look at Bill Cowher's resume, shall we? Bill Cowher, 15 seasons. He had eight division championships. Remember, back when it was the AFC Central, that was a tough, tough division. It's, it was not the same as it is now. I mean, there are times where the AFC North has not been the as stacked as maybe some of those AFC Central divisions were. But he had eight division titles, and he was one of six coaches in NFL history to win seven or more division titles. So he was one of only six coaches in NFL history to win seven or more division titles. In his career, he had 10 playoff bursts, and he went to six in six straight seasons, he had six straight playoff bursts. That's pretty incredible. So his first six years as a head coach, he made the playoffs in all six. He obviously went to two Super Bowls. He won the second. He went to Super Bowl 30. That was in 1995-96 season. Uh, they lost to Dallas in Super Bowl 30 out in Arizona. And then obviously in Detroit, Super Bowl 40, he wins that one. The one for the thumb. His overall win-loss 161 wins, 99 losses, and one tie for a .623 winning percentage. Postseason record, 12-9. and He was only one and done in the postseason two times. But they did. he'd made it to five AFC Championship games and lost. He had five AFC Championship game losses on his record. That's, that's the big black eye on Bill Cowher's record, in my opinion. So let's go to Mike Tomlin. 14 seasons at the helm of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's had seven division titles, nine playoff bursts, 
Uh, four out of his first five years, they made the playoffs. He, too, has been to two Super Bowls. Won Super Bowl 43, lost Super Bowl 45 to Green Bay. That game was in Dallas. Obviously, the uh, Tampa game was Super Bowl 43. Final record uh, so far, I should, shouldn't say final, 145 wins, 78 losses, one tie for a .638. I'm sorry, .658 winning percentage. He is 8-8 eight and eight in the postseason. Five times the Steelers have been one and done under Mike Tomlin, and he has only one AFC Championship game loss under his belt, and that was in 2016 to the New England Patriots. That was an embarrassing loss. But still, you look at these two. You're looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the black eye on Bill Cowers, the five AFC Championship game losses. He got to the big game but couldn't win it. That was the that was the not, the, the knock on Cower. You know, everyone, he, he was a... He's from the Marty Schottenheimer tree of coaching. Everyone said this is Marty Ball to the umpteenth degree. He can't win the big game. And then you look at Mike Tomlin, and you look at those five times that they've the Steelers have been won and done in the playoffs. That doesn't mean they lost in the wild card round. It could be like 2017 when they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the divisional round at home. We all remember that game. But five times the Steelers have gotten in and not won a game under Mike Tomlin. A lot of those have been recently. That's what's even more disturbing. So the question is, let's bring it full circle here to wrap up our first segment. When is when is it going to be enough enough? I kind of answered this already. And I have to admit, I am not a Tomlin hater. There's a lot of people out there follow me on Twitter that are always saying Tomlin needs to go, this, that, and the other. And I'm not one that typically agrees. But if you're someone that says, uh, okay, Tomlin needs to go, who are you going to bring in that's going to be better? That's the question. Who are you going to bring in that would be an upgrade to Mike Tomlin? That is a good question, and that's a question that needs to be answered. If you can answer that question, you can say, well, you know, I think that this is perfect because Mike Tomlin gets, if he's fired, they bring in this coach. It's easier said than done. I'm looking at Mike Tomlin, and he does have his issues. He does have his downfalls. I I just think that right now he's their coach, and like I said earlier in the program, He's not going to go anywhere unless he says he's done because he's won a Super Bowl, he's been to two, and I know it's been a long time since that 2009 season. I know it's been a long time since 2011 when they went to the, with the Super Bowl and lost to Green Bay. I know it's been a long time. But at the same time, I will say that Mike Tomlin has earned the respect of the organization, and I don't think he's going anywhere. But don't think also that, that, that Art Rooney II – and some of the minority owners probably are saying, look, coach, it's it's time that we have a season and we have a run. Everyone thought it was going to be 2020, and it just didn't come to fruition. They were playing their worst football at the worst time. But I think that, you know what, like I said, if, if his seat was hot after 2019, it's even hotter after 2020. And when you think about how he's only going to have one more year on his contract, will they renew his contract? Will he just coach out this season? I don't know. There's so many. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And I'll say it a million times this offseason. This offseason is going to be so crucial for the Pittsburgh Steelers in so many ways. What's going to happen with the players that are going to be cut? The salary cap? Cap casualties? Uh, how much are they Are they going to bring back Roethlisberger? Is he not going to be back? What are they going to do in the draft? Are they going to go up and get a quarterback? It, it's already starting, folks. These Dwayne Haskins signing with the team. You look at all this stuff that's going on. It's already been a crazy offseason, and it's only going to get crazier. And I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I'll tell you that right now. 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back after this break, we're going to talk about picks. AFC Championship game, NFC Championship game coming up this Sunday. I will give you my picks of who's going to be in the Super Bowl this year and a heart-to-heart about Steeler fans. Just stay tuned. You need to hear this. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second part of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host for this Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. I really do appreciate you spending some time with me this week. All week, hopefully you've checked out my other shows. If not, you can just go wherever you find your podcast, scroll down, find my Monday show, my Wednesday show, and give it a listen. They don't go in, in the off season. You don't really have outdated stuff because you're talking about stuff like the draft or free agency. Like Wednesday's show, I talked about why the Steelers should go after a quarterback in the 2021 NFL draft. Heck, you can listen to that show two weeks from now, and it's not going to be outdated. So give those a listen if you haven't. And if you if you're new to the show. This is where we talk about picks. Now, it's depressing. Each week, this segment gets shorter and shorter. Now, we only have two games left. I was pretty good with my picks last week. Actually, I predicted the winners. I got the winners. I did not cover, unfortunately. I got a few over-unders, but I got the picks right. So, if you're following along, you're like, hey, these picks that Jeff got, I predicted Tampa Bay Green Bay in the NFC Championship game, and I predicted the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. So, all right. These games are on Sunday. Let's get that tape queued up. We have only two more times we're going to do this for this game and then the Super Bowl. I'm not ready for this season to be over with, but let's get that tape. All right, here we go, folks. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they prove me right by being able to go to New Orleans beating the New Orleans Saints, potentially, I think, putting an end to Drew Brees' career. They, the, the Saints couldn't beat him three times in a season. That's tough to do. But they're going against a Green Bay Packers team that they look like a well-oiled machine. I do think that Green Bay had a little bit easier of a time getting there. They had a bye in the first week. The Rams were a good defense, but they're, the Rams' offense was just not up to par, not able to keep up with Aaron Rodgers and company. This game is different. Tampa Bay's defense is no joke. They're, they have their weaknesses, but they're no joke. And now all of a sudden, Tom Brady's starting to look like the Tom Brady we've known for well over a decade in New England, where he just plays his best football when it matters the most. Tampa Bay has an offense that is versatile. When you look at their running backs with Fournette, you look at their receiving core, even without Antonio Brown, who doesn't look like he's going to play after having an MRI on his knee. My goodness, this this is an offense that can keep pace with Green Bay. Green Bay, they're just playing a really good brand of football. I got to be honest, watching the Green Bay Packers offense with Aaron Rodgers at the helm, I sit there and think to myself, and this is something that Kevin Smith said on our Slack channels this week, 
you sit there and think this is what it should look like for an an aging quarterback in the National Football League. Play action passes, a good solid running game, quality weapons. It's what the offense for the Steelers should look like, yet we all know what that looks like in general. So the Green Bay Packers are giving three points in the NFC Championship game that kicks off at 3.05, by the way. 3.05, not 3, not 3.10, not 3.15, 3.05, East Coast time. Green Bay's giving three points at home. I was kind of shocked this spread was not larger because I feel like Green Bay at home, even though it's Tom Brady, even though Tampa has proven that they are capable, I thought that this spread would be a little bit larger. The over-under is 51. And, I okay, let's do this first. I think the Green Bay Packers win this game, put them on the money line, and I actually think they cover. If it was four, four and a half or more, I would probably go towards Tampa Bay because I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game. But I think ultimately Aaron Rodgers at home, they have the advantage, rightfully so. Over-under set at 51. Everyone's going over. Everyone's going over on this game except for me. I'm going to take the under. I think this is going to be a slow slow sledding game, meaning it's going to start off slow. It's going to be a game where all of a sudden, maybe in the second half, things pick up. But I just don't see this being a high-scoring affair. Everyone's taking the over. I'm taking the under. Then we go to 640. Stupid times. 640, the AFC Championship game, the Buffalo Bills, and the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, there's so many question marks around these teams with Kansas City none larger than Patrick Mahomes' health. I'm curious to see how they handle this. I find it absolutely hysterical. And I shouldn't say hysterical because I want I don't want injury on anyone. I'm not wishing injury on a single person on this planet. Okay? But when you look at Patrick Mahomes and he left that game wobbling, it reminded me of the Snickers commercial when the quarterback got hit and he came off the field and they said, asking him all these questions and they said, who are you? And he said, I'm Batman. And that's what it reminded me of. Now, it didn't look like that it was that bad. And now there's reports that he didn't really have a concussion. Something smells fishy to me. Something smells fishy. I'm not saying that the Kansas City Chiefs are hiding anything, but you can bet your bottom dollar that Patrick Mahomes is probably going to play on Sunday. And you just have to wonder, are they skirting the rules? I'm not sure. The NFL wants Patrick Mahomes in there. They don't want to see Chad Henney versus Josh Allen. They want to see Mahomes versus Allen. And speaking of Allen, I have not been impressed with him. I watched the majority of that divisional game against Baltimore. That was an ugly game. Everyone says, it was windy. But it was windy. Give me a break. The first half of that game was nothing but punts and missed field goals. Josh Allen could do nothing. Nothing. I mean, it was awful. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, everyone's talking about this kid as like the next guy. Come on. If you're going to be the guy, you got to win when it matters the most. And he has been winning, but he's not been playing his best football. Can they go into Arrowhead? Because they've been playing in the comfort of their own home in Buffalo. They've had a decent crowd there. The state of New York finally allowed them to have a crowd, and it paid off, I feel like it did. Especially when you have a... a a team like the Ravens, who had not... I think they had a fans in maybe two games this year. That was it. They're not used to the crowd noise. That plays a factor. Kansas City, I believe they're going to have fans. I think they've had fans all season. They're going to have fans there. Buffalo, can they go into Arrowhead and knock off the Chiefs? Now, I do want to say that if Patrick Mahomes, for whatever reason, has a setback, 
it doesn't matter. If he doesn't play, this changes everything. It changes everything. And I think Buffalo is actually equipped to give this Kansas City Chiefs team a really, really tough game. Kansas City's giving three points. Again, I thought that the spread might be a little larger. I'm shocked. And this is just where we get our, this is where the, us, a behind the steel curtain, all the writers, we give weekly picks, and we use a site called Tally Site. So we use their spreads. That's what I go off of when I'm giving you my picks every single week. Some books might have it larger than three, but what I have in front of me is both the AFC and NFC Championship games are three-point spreads. It's the home team giving three. That's your standard home spread. I felt like it should have four and a half, five maybe. Nope. It's probably because of Patrick Mahomes. But Kansas City giving three, I like the Chiefs. Again, I would take the Chiefs on the money line, and I also think they're going to cover. I asked myself, can Buffalo's defense slow down the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs? The Kansas City Chiefs have not been the juggernaut that we're used to seeing, but they're still capable of putting up points every time they have the ball. Buffalo, their offense is good. We know Stephon Diggs. We know Cole Beasley, Josh Allen. Uh, you, you could talk about some of the young receivers they have that are really, really good. You just don't know if they're going to start off slow and Kansas City can start off so fast. The over-under for this game is 53 and a half. And again, a lot of people are saying over, 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 and I'm saying under, under, under. I just keep going back to that Buffalo game where they started off so lousy in the first half against the, the Baltimore Ravens. I just don't see that offense at least early, not coming out and being dominant. Maybe they pick it up in the second half, but either way, I think it's an under 53 and a half. So that means Jeff Hartman is predicting a Kansas City Chiefs Green Bay Packers Super Bowl. And I got to be honest, that would be a really exciting game. To, to be completely, I, I don't, I don't want to see Tom Brady in it because I get so sick of Tom Brady. But you look at these four teams any way you slice it. Tampa Bay Buffalo, Tampa Bay Kansas City, Green Bay Buffalo, Green Bay Kansas City would be entertaining games. I really do. The NFL has to be very pleased with what they have right now. And either, however it goes, I think they should be happy. So there you have it. That's my pick for the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay Packers. You heard it here first from Jeff Hartman at Behind the Steel Curtain. Let's finish things up with a heart-to-heart segment, as we always do every Friday after my picks. My heart-to-heart this week, it might be tough for some fans to swallow. Because this is strictly to Steeler fans and really kind of football fans around the globe. Please, this offseason, as decisions are made, whether it's to bring in Dwayne Haskins, whether it's to draft a quarterback, whether it's who they decide finally to be the offensive coordinator or the tight ends coach or the quarterbacks coach or the offensive line coach, you get what I'm saying. Can we please stop acting like you are experts in that field? Okay, please take a page out of my book. I will be the first to tell you that I do not know the X's and O's of football that well. I can see plays developing. I can see where players might have made a mistake. But ultimately, I'm a fan. I am not an expert. Never claim to be, never will. I can't stand it when you see these people. And honestly, this all stemmed from an article that was written on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Kevin Smith, or as he's called on our, our comment section, Cliff Harris is still a punk, wrote a really great detailed article about how 
being an offensive coordinator at any level, and he used he's a high school head coach, he used his offensive coordinator's job in the high school level. He detailed every single day what they have to do. He basically saying this is not an easy job. And so I was really curious how the fan base was going to react to that because he tied it in with Randy Feetner. It's a tough job. Not everyone can do it, but it's not easy. It's not as easy as everyone thinks. And boy, didn't you know that there were a ton of people that, oh, it's not that tough. How do you know it's not that tough? Because you coach your kids' Pop Warner team and you're sending in power eye formations with kids that look like bobbleheads? Get out of here. Or is it not that tough because, oh, well, I play Madden all the time and I can call plays there, man. I sit on my couch with my headset on and talk to my buddies. No, come on. You all are talking about stuff you don't understand. And that's like for me. When I sit there and say on Wednesday's show, the Steelers should be aggressive and they should go draft a quarterback. I'm not looking at cap ramifications. I'll tie that into my equation. But ultimately, I'm talking about as a fan what I feel like the Steelers should do that's going to help them succeed in the future. Never once will you hear me say I'm an expert at this when it pertains to football or the National Football League or the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not a salary capologist. I'm not a draft nick. I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm not going to be able to be like Chris Carter, who used to work with us, good friend of mine, DK Pittsburgh Sports, that can watch a play and say, oh, wow, did you see the Steelers? They disguised that cover two, and they turned it into cover cover three. I'm not that guy. I've never claimed to be that guy. So if you're listening to this, and you have a great knowledge of the game of football, awesome. That's great. I'm, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, unless you've actually been in a, in a coordinator at the NFL level, don't pretend like you know how to do everything and that you could do it so much better. These are difficult jobs. And I'm not saying that there's no other difficult jobs out there because we all know there are, especially in this day and age. But with that said, please, if you're not an expert in a field, you can give your opinion. We're all entitled to that. I'm just lucky enough to have a microphone in front of my face. We're all entitled to our opinion, but still, when you're when you're talking about the team, just remember, they probably know more than we do. I say that with the draft all the time. We do our instant reaction podcast after a pick, and sometimes we're scratching our heads. I'll give you a perfect example. In 2020, the NFL draft, they, the third-round pick, Alex Highsmith out of Charlotte. And we went on the air, and I'm like, hey, uh, guys, anyone? Anyone? Sure, I could have faked it. I could have said, oh, yeah. Highsmith, great. Oh, he's got great bend. Boy, that guy's got good get off. Look at his his ability to climb the arc. I can give you all the stupid terminology that people use all the time, but I don't know that. So we talked about it. Does the team need this player? What are his stats? Because 99% of those people that were listening to the show had never heard of Alex Highsmith before the pick was announced. So That's all I want to say. I want to get that off my chest because I thought Kevin did a great job with that article. I thought he did a great job with that article only to have a ton of readers say, oh, the job's not that hard. Give me a break. Come on. Being an offensive coordinator in the National Football League, having to make snap decisions like that, not as easy as you probably think. So maybe just some food for thought. But hey, we're headed into a weekend. That's a good thing. I hope you all enjoy the last weekend of the season where there's more than one football game. I hope you get to sit down and watch them. Hope you enjoy it. And I hope you make BehindTheSteelCurtain.com your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. In the meantime, 
wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Follow, subscribe, do whatever you got to do so you don't miss a thing. I'll be back on Monday morning to talk about those championship games and see what else is going on with the Steelers because I'm sure some news will break before then. In the meantime, folks, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. See you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.